Welcome to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast, where we talk about topics and resources that help you lead more to reach more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. My name is Tom Bump, and I'm your host. Thanks for joining me, my friends. I so appreciate every single listener out there. You have grown this podcast. Uh, just it's unimaginable and it's unbelievable. Sometimes when I look that we have crept closer to almost 100,000 downloads, um, we are over 90,000 uh, now and just amazing to me. Uh, that we're getting closer to that mark. So thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing it. Thanks for leaving reviews. Thanks for the messages, uh, emails, comments in our Facebook group that you are listening. Hey, we would love to hear some feedback from you. In fact, I have a challenge for our listeners. If you would, and you've been listening and enjoying this, share with me, who would you like to hear from? Uh, if there's a leader out there that you would say, man, Tom, I would love to hear an interview about this person or, hey, we would love a topic about this. Uh, we would love to hear about that. Also, if you're a ministry provider, resource provider, and you would like to sponsor an episode of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast, we have some sponsorship openings available, and we would love to share your resources with our community and our listeners here on the KMC Podcast. So thanks for that. If you're interested, and we thank you for all of our past sponsors who have supported and encouraged this ministry to children's ministry, family ministry, anybody in ministry uh, leadership. We appreciate you. Uh, the KMC podcast isn't just for kids ministry workers, and uh, we hope that you've enjoyed these episodes. We've got some great episodes coming up, some great guests coming on the podcast, but today we're talking about the summer stretch. Man, here we are when I'm recording this. It's uh, January or January. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> July 18th. You ever had a Monday like that uh, where you don't even know what day it is anymore? Yeah, it's one of those days for me too. I'm in the middle of camp preparations, uh, getting ready to speak at a couple camps uh, and super excited about that. I love speaking at camps. In fact, if you're looking for a camp speaker for next summer, uh, hit me up or if you've got a retreat, uh, let me know. I love coming and speaking, sharing magic tricks, object lessons, all sorts of goofy stuff. Um, love to serve the, the the children's ministry community and I don't break anybody's budget. I'll work with anybody's budget because um, I love serving and that's what I do. But we're talking about this summer stretch because we're all in it. Uh, you're in it. I'm in it. Um, we are in the middle of the summertime here in 2022 when we're, this is being recorded and there's a lot happening. And I just thought I'd share a couple of things. I, I was reflecting on what it was like when I was full-time as a children's ministry leader. And uh, it, it is different for me now being I'm a volunteer, um, but I'm also running alongside many leaders, uh, coaching leaders uh, and that kind of thing. And I know that leaders are getting stretched in multiple different directions. You're working with lots of people's schedules. Uh, when they're going on vacation and uh, calling off uh, because they want to go to the beach uh, or the lake house and you you get stuck. Uh, I've seen it in several Facebook groups of leaders who have had other leaders just call in and they've had to improvise. And i got to give a shout out to one of our listeners that shared with me one of the things they did recently was they, because they had a number of leaders call off, they plugged in their oldest group into serving that morning. 
They put them all around the building, serving as greeters, working in the sound booth, passing out information, uh, serving coffee. It was wonderful to see some of the pictures come up. Way to go, gang. That is awesome. Instead of getting discouraged, instead of being down about the fact that they were short leaders, they got creative and solved a problem. That's leadership. That's being stretched in a direction that you didn't think you were going to have to be. So I want to encourage you. What are some ways that you are stretching yourself as a leader this summer? Are you trying something new? Have you tried anything new? It's not too late to say, hey, let's do something different. Let's try something new. Let's do a theme weekend in the middle of the summer. Uh, let's change up our schedule and do everything backwards. Uh, let's do all large group instead of large group, small group, or let's do all small group instead of large group. Uh, let's do all worship and, or let's do prayer stations and, and have worship intermixed uh, where we have the kids walking through prayer stations. There's lots of different things that you can do. Sit, dream a little bit, seek the spirit and try something new. Stretch yourself in a positive way. There's a lot of things that stretch us negatively, and I don't want this to be a negative podcast. So we're we're not going to focus on the 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 hard stuff, and so to speak. But let's look at the positives. Let's take those short weekends where we don't have as many volunteers, and let's have a weekend of service for our children. Um, to have your third, fourth, fifth, sixth graders serving, some of them could go serve in the preschool department and and work with kids and be a big brother, big sister to one of the kids. There are lots of things they can do. Serving on the, the worship team, singing, playing an instrument, uh, reading scripture, praying, uh, you name it, they can do it. I always said in our children's ministry and every church that I went in, if an adult can do it, a kid can do it. They can be small group leaders. They can introduce a video. They can lead singing for the preschool ministry. Uh, try it. What, what, do, what do you have to lose? Seriously. Instead of saying, I can't do this, let's say, what can I do with what I have? So I know summertime stretches us in, in a lot of hard ways. And sometimes we're running on fumes. So let's take what little we have and let's make something big of it. Also want to encourage you to stretch yourself to leverage Vacation Bible School. Leverage it not only in the way that it's reaching out to the community, but leverage it in a way that this is an opportunity for you to recruit. Watch for those leaders that were superstars, that loved kids, that had high energy and say, hey, I'd love to sit down with you one-on-one -on -one and share a vision of how you could make an impact, not just in the summer, one week a year, but you could minister for uh, a school year. And, you know, depending on what season you ask your leaders to serve in, we don't ask our, our leaders to serve till Jesus comes. That's why we don't often sometimes get leaders because we don't give them a timetable. So say, hey, for the next six months or the next uh, eight months, would you come and serve on our team? And uh, we would love to have you because you would feel such a need with our, our third grade group. Well, I could just see you rocked it out as a third grade small group leader at Bible school. We would love to have you stay with those kids and keep discipling those kids and helping them grow because they just loved you. Take advantage of that. Stretch yourself to go after some of those people. Don't assume that they will only serve in the summertime. Sometimes 
We just, we have not because we ask not. So have five seconds of insane courage. Take five seconds to text somebody to say, hey, I'd like to talk to you uh, about that. Or five seconds to walk up to somebody and say, hey, I want to I wanna sit down and, and chat. I, I loved watching you at VBS. Missions trips. All of our student ministries are taking trips. It's a golden opportunity. Most of those trips, it's funny. Where do they go to serve? <laughs> Other places. And who do they go to serve? Children. And yet, most of those students never set foot in the children's ministry on a regular basis, except for going off somewhere else. You know, one of the things that we did in, in all of the churches that I've served in, uh, for the most part, I can't really recall that we didn't do it anywhere, uh, where we had that conversation with our student leadership team and said, look, we think it ought to be a prerequisite and it would be great for you. It's going to have bigger benefits for you to enforce it to say, look, if you want to go on a missions trip and you're going to go serve children in another part of the world or our country, you need to serve your own local area first. So you need to serve for at least a few months in the children's ministry in our own church. Why not stretch and reach to those students that have gone on these trips to say, hey, look, if you loved that, you're going to love even more being a big brother, big sister to, to our kids here. They're going to think you're rock stars and we need you you could be consistently impacting the next generation, building the next generation of students that come up into the student ministry, helping them have a bigger picture of it all. So why not take the challenge to stretch yourself and reach out to those, those teens that are going off on these missions trips? You know, it's a great time for us to begin stretching ourselves to even plan for next summer. Maybe your stuff's already happened and you maybe you've missed that opportunity. Well, you know what? You can still follow up. Nothing is too late. Okay. Nothing is too late. There were times where I felt like I missed the boat because I didn't jump on it quick enough after the retreats or after the trips or after Bible school. But you know what? It's never too late. If God's moving in their heart, they're going to say yes. So you bathe it in prayer and then go have that conversation. Get those lists of people who have served who have gone on the trips and start talking to them one by one. If you don't ask, you won't know if they will say yes or not. So stretch yourself, put yourself out there, take a risk. I know you can do it. And the benefits are going to be huge for you and your ministry, but start thinking about next summer. How could you leverage? What could you do before these trips, before Bible school to promote? Maybe one of the things that you do is change the way you ask people to serve, have people that will serve for the school year, and then those that will serve for the summer. There, It, it works. It, I had a church where, as I was leading the children's ministry, we set this model up because we knew we needed to do something different. It was a constant battle. It was a constant drain not to have enough volunteers. So we said, okay, what can we do to solve this problem? We, we don't like the problem. We, we know we need to fix it. So what do we have to do? So we set up a strategy to say, we're going to ask people for, for a set time of service. So they could come in and they could serve for half a year, half a school year, a full school year, or summer. We guaranteed that if, it, if somebody committed to the entire school year, they could have June and July off. Two months, eight weeks they were not allowed to come around and serve in the children's ministry. 
We wanted them to get away, to rest, to recuperate. We provided little video trainings and encouragement to them during that time, but that was the only contact we had with them. Then we had people who they could serve June and July and sometimes even into August to help us transition. We didn't bother them during the school year unless some of them said, and which a lot of them did, hey, if you need a substitute on occasion, I'll jump in. And we honored it, the fact that we would only ask them one time a month to come in and plug a hole. Uh, in a smaller church, we asked them for twice <laughs> on occasion, but no more than that. And we guarded that and we guarded the time because we didn't want to burn them out. And we wanted them to be, stay committed and fresh and, and have that perspective that their mission was during the summer or their mission was during the school year. So change it up, stretch yourself to change and start planning now. You may not be able to do this now, but you could set it up for next summer that you could give your school year team the summer off and you could have a, a new team, whether that's building it with parents. One church we did, we scheduled it with parents. We had a, a, a time to sign up sheet that we sent out, emailed to all the families. We made phone calls. We asked every family to commit to, ser to serving at least one week out of the summer. We had to fill eight Sundays with our team. Now, again, we changed up our schedule a little bit. We made our small groups run differently. We had a little more large group time than we did small group time. So we did make it a simpler serve. We provided video training and in-person trainings to equip and get the parents ready so they could have a rhythm and they would feel in place and that the kids would never notice a difference in the quality of the ministry that we were serving them. But we planned ahead. It took us a year to get it ready, but we did it. And when we launched it, yes, it was hard. Yes, we still had some cancellations, but you know what? It worked. And honestly, by August, I had volunteers trying to sign up on this time to sign up sheet because they wanted to sneak back to their small group. <laughs> and I had to catch them and tell them, no, you can't come back until August. So stretch yourself, plan for next summer and find a way to give your leaders a break. Find a way to bless your leaders in that way. Stretch yourself by team building. Um, this doesn't have to be a big, huge production. One of the best things I ever did was I took four weeks of the summer and one day a week, I opened my home up to my team. I said, hey, we're going to have the campfire going. We're going to have s'mores. We're going to have... Uh, uh, hobo pies. And if you don't know what a hobo pie is, just Google it. You'll, you'll find it. It's just a, a, a cast iron cooker that you can put bread on and you can do all sorts of toppings. He said, we're, we'll have a meal. Uh, just sometimes it was a hot dog roast um, over the fire, but we want you to bring your camping chair um, and come and hang out. There was absolutely zero agenda. There was only a come between six and eight, uh, just a couple hours. And we said, come on over. You don't have to RSVP, just show up. Some weeks I had one or two. A couple of weeks I had eight to 10. Some weeks, some people only stayed 10, 15 minutes. They ate and they ran. That's cool. Some people got, or got there early and stayed late. And we went past our two-hour slot. But you know what? Those informal times of just hanging out were so powerful. I got to know my team in, and I got to know things about them and their families that I would have never known had I only seen them on Sundays. They got to know me as a leader. And, you know, I won some people over. Even some of my critics came to these informal gatherings. 
you know, there's always one or two volunteers that always just seem to be highly critical of everything you do. <laughs> Got one of them. But you know what? They showed up to my surprise and we became fast friends and I won them over. And you know what? I started to understand them in a better way. And I learned how to serve them because I asked some questions and I just hung out with them and got to know them as a person. You know, team building like that can be very informal. Do a pop-up, uh, go to your local ice cream place and tell your team, text your team and say, hey, for the next two hours, I'm buying ice cream. Come on over and get a cone. Buy everybody a small cone. If they want more ice cream, they'll buy it themselves, but just invite them to come over and, and meet up someplace. If, if your team is spread out a little bit, just let them know, you know, hey, we're going to be doing these pop-up things and be watching your, 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 your text messages because I'm going to send it out and we're going to have a good time and just hang out. Team building is powerful. Team building will stretch you and stretch your team in such a, an amazing, amazing way. Send out some text messages. I would encourage you, even right now, pause the podcast. And text three of your team and just say, hey, thanks for being a part of my team. I'll love you guys. That's it. You can even say no reply needed. Just wanted to let you know. Just, hey, just think you're awesome. Just wanted you to know. Have a great Monday or a Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday. Pick a day. And, and I, I shoot, this is something you can do every single day. And pick three, two or three volunteers and just text them a message. One of the things I used to do every Monday was I would send out postcards to those that visited our church. And so it was just a simple way of, for me to, to text, to message the children. We would put the names of the kids on the postcard and say, it was so great to meet you and your family. Can't wait to see you back here next Sunday. I tell you, we had kids that that was a powerful thing. We had families saying, wow, nobody's ever contacted us before. Sometimes I'd pick up the phone and call the families and leave a voicemail and just say, hey, thanks for bringing your kids. We really enjoyed having them in our kids ministry and can't wait to see you next Sunday. Um, just wanted to let you know. It's amazing how two or three minutes can be a game changer. It can be a stretcher for you, but it's a game changer. So I would encourage you, take a few minutes and text some of your team write them a postcard, and then do that with some visitors that came through your church recently. Go back a few weeks even. It's okay. Let them know that you're thinking about them and that you appreciate having them in your children's ministry. It's a powerful thing to do. Another thing that you could do to stretch yourself, take an hour, one hour, at least one day a week. And just spend it in solitude and silence before the Lord. It could be with just your Bible. You could use an audio Bible and have it read to you. But spend one hour, set a timer, shut off all the other notifications, get someplace quiet. <laughs> Maybe it's even in your car. Um, seems to be where a lot of people spend a lot of time. It's amazing how many videos you see of people sitting in their cars. <laughs> I don't get that, but hey, whatever. If that's where you got your space to be quiet, take that one hour and stretch yourself spiritually before the Father. Let me tell you, it's a powerful thing when you do it. 
also would encourage you to fast from social media at least one day a week. Man, I tell you, I have muted Facebook and TikTok and Instagram and Twitter. And I tell you, it feels good. It feels good. It has done wonders. I've shut off the news. I don't even watch. I watch local news uh, in the evening when my wife and I sit down and sometimes we eat dinner out on the couch and and we'll watch the local news and then we start doing other things. Uh, but I try not to watch everything else. Our, you know, we already know our world's a mess and, there, and we don't need to keep pounding it into our heads and our hearts. We need to stay in a focused mindset that God is still on the throne and it doesn't matter. He is still on the throne. His plan will come and he will win the day. So sometimes it just takes us stretching ourselves and getting away from social media for a while getting away from the news, putting positive things into your heart and into your mind. And there's nothing better than solitude and silence to do that. Trust me. And I'm one that loves to talk. I like to be around people. I don't like silence. When I work, typically I have music playing, sometimes with words, sometimes just I found instrumental worship just is just life-giving to me. But then there's sometimes where silence is the best. Try it. Stretch yourself. Push yourself outside the comfort zone. You may only be able to stand up for 30 minutes, but at least you've tried to stretch yourself. Again, this is the summer stretch. Do it. Try it. Let me know how it works for you. I'd love to hear some feedback. Stretch yourself as a leader. Read something different. Um, pick a book and, and read something new outside maybe your comfort zone. Maybe outside your theological perspective, stretch yourself a little bit. Learn something new. Try something new. Stretch yourself. Maybe think about a coach. You know, for a while I thought, ah, I don't need a coach. I've been in ministry for many years already. I, I what, what do I need a coach? You know, I realized that was arrogance and pride. I needed a coach. Everybody needs a coach. I don't care if you've been in ministry for two years or 25 years. A coach always makes us better. A coach does some wonderful things. I want to take a moment real quick, and if you don't mind, and, and just tell you about KMC coaching, because some of you may not be aware. Uh, it's part of the ministry that I do. And KMC coaching is all about building a program for you. There is no curriculum per se. Uh, I don't make you buy anything and then coach you through it. it this is a self-built around you and your needs and your desires to grow. But right now for this summer, for the summer stretch, and if you contact me and you say the words, I heard you talk about summer stretch, this is a special offer that I'm only offering through this podcast. And it's six months at $100 a month. Most coaches charge way more than that. I usually do myself uh, for the time that I have because I have to cover my own taxes and time and, and resources. It costs me more. But for the summer months, I want to help you stretch. And so for six months, you can meet with me for one hour and potentially up to 90 minutes because sometimes I stretch it for you. <laughs> but for 90 minutes, we'll talk through different leadership hacks. 
Uh, we'll talk about building your three. If you don't know what that is, well, you'll have to call me and ask me. I'll tell you about it. We'll talk about how you can truly equip parents and some things that you could do to really, really make a difference in, in your community. Uh, I, I think there's a need and I've done some research and I've heard about some re new researches coming out about what parents are wanting from the church. We can talk through those kind of things. We can talk about how to create intentional discipleship, how you can build a journey, a spiritual journey for your children so that when they come in from cradle to college, if your church doesn't have a pathway of discipleship and milestones, we can build that with you. Maybe there's some, you need some outreach. Maybe you need some soul care. Maybe you need someone to help you figure out how not to be so overwhelmed. We will take your top needs and we will build a six-month program for you and help you. I have lots of worksheets that I use with my coaching students, and I've been able to see a lot of them knock down overwhelm and prevent burnout, building leadership structures so that they're not alone anymore. So consider coaching. And maybe I'm not the coach for you. There are some fabulous coaches out there. Melissa McDonald has an incredible program. Um, she's she's my sister in Christ, and I, I truly appreciate her heart. I know she's speaking at camps right now, but she has a great cohort program that you can still be a part of. I'm considering doing one, and if there's enough interest, if I get enough people that want to do a coaching group where you'd like to mix with other people, uh, I'm certainly... I've considered opening up one for the fall for that. But if you're interested in one-on-one -on -one coaching, I've got 35 plus years of experience in a variety of different churches from 50 to 5,000. I would love to pour into you and encourage you, get you some resources that can help you get unstuck, to stretch you, to become a better leader. I know what hiring a coach did for me. And I had been in ministry for like 15 years, at least before I hired my first coach. And it was a game changer for me. Helped me get comfortable in my own skin as a leader, stop comparing myself, helped me break through my mindset uh, and, and the imposter syndrome and self-doubt um, really, really helped tremendously. And I wished I had invested in him sooner uh, than that. Lastly, maybe you've been stretched and you feel like you're just going to snap and break. You're at the end. You're feeling like, man, I am just toast. I'm burned out. I'm emotionally drained. I'm mentally drained. I'm physically drained. Vacation isn't going to help or it hasn't helped. And I'm just worn out. And I maybe, maybe your expectations of the leadership and what they were going to say or do hasn't come through and you're discouraged or you've had a critic that just keeps bouncing on your last nerve and, and saying harsh things. And, and maybe you're just, you're just going through some rough stuff. Maybe you're just spiritually dry right now and you just, just need a fresh touch from the spirit. Can I encourage you to check out Restoring Leaders? Restoringleaders.org is a ministry that provides safe and confidential care and support to help you renew, restore, and refresh yourself. Um, we have a Facebook group that's called the Restoring Leaders. I know there's a page, but the, I'm talking about the group. It's not a super active group yet. It's just a brand new one that's just launched here in a few, a few months ago, but it's getting more where I'm starting to do more live teaching over there. 
you get information about the retreats. Uh, in fact, there's still room for the August 2022 retreat in Ohio. If you need help, uh, we're, we've got some scholarship money available. Uh, it's four days to rest, restore, learn principles that will help you uh, recover from hurt and burnout. Uh, it has been life-giving to so many leaders already. You could bring your spouse even to something like this. But there's lots of information about that ministry at restoringleaders.org or at Restoring Leaders Facebook group. Come join it. It might stretch you and help you to, to figure out why you're, you're feeling the way you're feeling. Just don't keep doing that. Don't keep going the way you're going. If you have no margin, you have no mission. And, 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 and worry and fear and doubt feast on you. It's time to break through that. So it's summer. It's time to stretch. It's time to grow. It's time to get ready for the fall. Start that, that team building, that excitement building towards another year of amazing ministry. We don't know how much time we have left, gang. We don't know when Jesus is going to turn, return, but man, it feels like it's getting closer and closer as the days grow more and more like the days of Noah. And we need to reach our children. We need to help them have hope in Christ to see that who he made them to be in him created on purpose for a purpose. Let me tell you, you are created for a purpose. Don't give up. Don't quit. Don't give in. If you need help, let me serve you. Let me help you. Let me walk with you. Well, my friends, that's it. Time for me to stretch myself and get back to my camp planning and, and working on my stuff so that I can bless some children and reach some children with the gospel here in a couple of weeks. I'm praying for you. If there's anything I can do for you, let me know. I'm here to serve you. My name is Tom. I'm your friend. I'm here to serve you through the Kid Ministry Collective. If you haven't joined our Facebook group, I hope you will. We would love to have you be a part of that group as well. Just answer all the questions when you want to join the group, or if you invite somebody to join the group, encourage them to do that. Hey, God bless you again. Thanks for listening and join me for another episode of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast real soon. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. We hope that it's helped and encouraged you. If you would, support our podcast by continuing to share it with other leaders. And if you haven't already, hey, please subscribe and leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. We look forward to hearing from you how this podcast has helped and sharpened your skills in ministries. So let us know on your Facebook page or head over to kmccoach.net and share with us there. And thanks again for listening to the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast.